A shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a bud shall blossom. Hello, this is Father Thomas, and welcome to the Sprouting Stump podcast series, where we reflect on the readings that come to us from the Mass each day. When we take a little time to let the Spirit come upon us, a bud shall indeed blossom in our hearts, so we might be renewed in spirit and strengthened in faith, as we take this time together to enter into that beautiful word that comes to us from God. On this 15th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Father explains how we come to know God best through the sacraments of the Holy Catholic Church. Our first reading today is a very beautiful and powerful expression of the light of Christ. We hear God speaking to Isaiah saying, My word shall go forth from my mouth. So that return to me void, to go forth, doing my will, and achieving the end which I sent it. Jesus, as we know from the Gospel of John, is that word, come forth from the mouth of the Father. And all things he did, the will of the Father, perfectly. He was able to achieve the end for which he was sent because he never hesitated to open himself up to that will to do it completely. In fact, there is nothing more that our Lord Jesus could do to make the world a better place than what he already did. There could be no more outpouring of grace coming from God possible than what Jesus accomplished in his life. What exactly was that will of the Father for him? If we go to the first reading again and listen to the very beginning, it gives a poetic understanding of what the mission of Christ was. It describes the rain and the snows coming down to water the earth, to bring about a seed that will grow, food that will nourish. That was the entire life of Christ and everything that he did. He calls himself the living water by which we are refreshed opens up our own heart to the word of God, that seed of faith to be planted within us. He himself says, I am the bread come down from heaven, the food of life that we are to eat, so that we can experience the wonder, the beauty, the goodness of God through Christ. But this reading also tells us not only the purpose of Christ, but our purpose. Why we were created, why we were made, why we were sent. Because we ourselves, being made in the image of likeness of God, share that very same purpose that Christ was sent into the world. Everybody knows that the catechism we were made for why. Why did God create us? Some of you older ones have read the Belfort Catechism. You can spout it out by memory, right? Created to know, love, and serve God. But that is only possible in its fullness when we do this in the way that God ordained it to be done. And that is through the sacramental life of the church. 
We come to love God as children through our baptism, experience that new relationship with the Father. We come to know God through Christ in intimate ways, the sacrament of the Eucharist. We serve God by allowing the Holy Spirit to work in our lives so we indeed bear fruit. Our mission, or why we were created, is for that purpose, to enter into the sacramental life so that we can come to know, love, and serve God. And once we enter into that sacramental life, that we are recreated in Christ. And that purpose now takes on a deeper meaning, a greater value. We are not just longer called to know God, but to be an image of God. We are no longer called to simply love God and to become love to the world. We serve God through serving others. Our mission, why we were sent into the world, is the same reason Jesus himself was sent into the world. Through our baptism, we receive the living water so we can become the living waters. Through communion, we receive the bread of life so we can become the bread of life. And through confirmation, we get the outpouring of the Holy Spirit so we can bear fruits of service to God and others. That is who we are meant to be. Every one of us, at our first birth, was picked by God. We are chosen by God. He himself held us in his hands and formed us. From his mouth, he breathed life into us to go forth and achieve the end by which we were sent. To not return to him void, but to do the will of the one who created us. And then once again, he breathes himself into us again in our baptism. He gives us new life, a new purpose. That purpose was no longer simply know, love, and serve God, but to draw all people into that knowledge, love, and service of God. We were called to become the image of Christ as Christ was the image of the Father. Jesus was sent so people would know the Father. We were sent so people know the face of the Son. By giving our life, our love, our goodness, to draw all people into that. To go out into the world and continue the work of Christ who came to water the earth so people will open themselves up to his truth, his love, his wonder. We ourselves were sent by God to go forth into the world to accomplish all that Jesus began. He did everything he could do, and now he asked us to continue that work. To water people's hearts so they will grow and open themselves up. To nourish them with the food of God's presence and his love. Plant within them the seed of faith, they too bear fruit and enter into this life of God. That is who we are meant to be. That's the whole reason why God sent us into the world to do His will, 
Every one of us are chosen for that purpose, but we cannot do God's will if we don't know God's will. We can't achieve the end for which we were sent unless we know the end to which we were sent. How are we supposed to be that image of Christ in the world? How are we supposed to express that love to others? How are we supposed to show the face of Christ to those that we meet? We can't do that if we don't know exactly what God's will is for us. Because we all do it a little bit differently. We've been chosen for the same purpose, but we accomplish that purpose with different ways. Through our vocation, through our jobs, through our families, through our worship, through our play. Everything we do should be an expression of that. And everything we do should be an extension of God's will in our life. Jesus never did anything without knowing first what God wanted him to do. Everything Jesus did was the will of the Father. We need to understand something. Something is not good unless God approves of it. So often we live our lives thinking, I'm going to do the right thing without asking God. It's not the right thing unless God has said it is my will. It doesn't matter how much we extend ourselves and it's not what God wants of us, it means nothing to God. How many of us have actually asked God today, yesterday, the day before, God, what is your will for me today? What do you want of me today? How can I achieve your end today? Either nobody's listening or nobody's asking. I guess it's a little bit of both. How are we supposed to accomplish the purpose by which God chose us if we don't know the purpose? How can we become that person that we're supposed to be to go forth into the world and continue the ministry of Christ if we don't know how that ministry is supposed to look in our life? How are we supposed to achieve that end if we don't ask God what He wants of us to accomplish that end? How many of us have started a job and never asked anybody, what am I supposed to do? Doesn't matter how much good you do for a company, if it's not what the company wants you to do, they don't want you to do it. It's the same for God. Don't open ourselves up to that will. Because I don't know about you, but God has not come down to me lately and given me a handbook that has all my instructions every day that says, Thomas, this is what I want you to do today. At 9 o'clock you do this, at 10 o'clock you do this, at 11 o'clock you do this. You know why he doesn't do it? There's two reasons. One, he wants us to turn to him. The second reason is because if he gave us that list of instructions, most of us wouldn't follow it anyways. Because most of the things that God asks us to do is not the things that we tell God we are going to do. But our purpose was not to do our thing, it's to do His thing. It was not to follow our will, but to follow His will. Every day we should say some prayer to God, as Jesus prayed in the garden. But not my will, but yours be done. 
Every time we go to Mass, what's the one prayer that we all know that we say together? Good, our Father. Exactly, I was going to say, it's not the glory that because have to stumble through that one. See, our Father, we know it. What's that line in the Our Father? Our Father, Lord, in heaven, hallowed be the name of the kingdom come. Thy will be done. We pray that His will be done, but we don't ask what that will is. How can we serve God if we don't know what service looks like? How can we love God if we don't know what that love is to look like? How can we be God if we don't know what that face of God looks like for us? Because one day, every one of us, because we were sent forth of the mouth of God, He Himself breathed us. His very spirit would breathe. His breath, His word came bring us the light of God so we can go forth and we will one day have to return to where we came and stand before Jesus our judge and he's going to ask us this question did you accomplish all that I asked you to do did you achieve the ends for which I sent you my will and all things. How are we going to answer? Because to say I didn't know your will of Jesus, it's not going to work. You are not meant to return to the void, but to do the will of the one who sent us. Let's open ourselves up to that will and have the courage to follow.